It's time for WAKR's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. This Week in Tech is brought to you by Cartridge World in North Canton, your home for copiers, printers, and supplies. This week, it's all about how students at the University of Akron have been competing with teams around the country to come up with robots that NASA can use on the moon. As you'll hear from third-year chemical engineering major Kelly Lewis, the UA NASA robotics team did pretty well at a recent competition involving robots designed to do mining operations on the moon. But mining is just the start, as NASA has some very big plans for actually building a base on the moon where people can stay long-term. And they'll need some new and different robots to make that happen. Last year, we simulated a moon-type area, and we go and we dig up what's called regolith, which is a fancy word of saying like moon dirt. And so we are able to traverse the moon terrain and we mine and we dig regolith up and we go and collect it. And that is our goal previously. Okay. So what do you use to simulate moon dirt? Is it similar to the dirt we have here on earth or is it like crunchier and rockier and stuff? Yeah, so the dirt on the moon, it usually is typically really fine on top. And then so what we do is we have to dig through that and we have to get to the bottom, which is kind of similar to gravel or like little pebbles. And NASA uses a very different material than what other companies use because it's very hard to find. And so it's basically very fine at the top and it compacts a lot. So you have to be able to break the compaction and then get down to the gravel. And that's what we're collecting. So in your simulations, are you actually using actual terrain from the moon that NASA gives you to use? Or are you essentially like grinding up regular sand really, really fine and then putting gravel underneath it to simulate it? There's a company that basically makes material in order to simulate like what we find on the moon. And so NASA is able to buy it from that company and fill an arena with it. And actually, the University of Alabama, since it was at there this year, they used a slightly different material because it's very hard to get it from the actual company NASA uses. And so I think it was like similar to a limestone. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out, like, do you have to kind of make your own homemade moon dirt? And Mm -hmm. and that's really interesting to me to know that there's an actual company Mm -hmm. that makes simulated moon dirt. I mean, who knew? But, you know, now we do. Now we do. So every year you build a different robot. Is that the deal? Yeah. So in the past, we've usually always had the goal of mining and we always try different methods in order to see what's the best. So sometimes we'll have a big like digger, drum digger, and then other times we'll have what's almost like a conveyor belt where it will just continuously go and pick up little pieces of gravel as it goes. But what's really cool is this upcoming year, we actually are becoming more focused on construction. So constructing a surface on the moon, which is really cool. We're now going to have to move the gravel and build it on top of each other. And so we're getting a lot of new information about that. And we don't know everything yet, but it's really cool to turn and have a completely new challenge for this year. Well, that's great. Because I mean, obviously... Your training right now at the university and possibly you may wind up with a job at NASA, 
which I, I'm sure that people in your class and maybe even you want to do. But what NASA is getting out of it, then I would imagine, is they're kind of turning the young minds of America on to the possibilities of what their plan is for the moon. And and I know, for one thing, that they do want to do some mining, but I also know that they want to set up a base there, which will eventually kind of be a staging area for when people go to Mars. And they want to be able to at least test in the short term having people up there for an extended period of time to see, can they live on another planet? Well, it'd be the moon, but on another location for a while. And can they use the materials they find there to build stuff? So that's kind of where you're coming from, right? Yeah. And it's really cool because we've been working on mining for the past 10 to 15 years. And so we actually got to see this year at the University of Alabama, what NASA's actual rover is going to look like going to the moon in order to do the same a task that we've been trying to simulate and trying to master. So it's really cool to see that. And so now that they kind of have that set in stone for what they want it to look like, now they are moving on to the construction portion of that. So it's right. really cool that we were able to like help NASA with some ideas for how to mine on the moon. Well, that is awesome. And so now the next challenge is to build something. I would imagine it would probably need treads and it would probably need to be able to stand up to a lot of extreme temperatures and stuff like that and still work without freezing up, right? Yeah, right. Treads are very important. And there's a lot of times where robots won't even be able to move. We've definitely had moving issues in the past where it's very hard to even get out of the starting zone. There's a lot of robots that can't even do that because of all of the challenges that there are on the moon. Tell me about this most recent competition you were in. I understand your team came in eighth out of 50, which is pretty impressive. And you did pretty well on the project management side of it, which kudos to you. So what was it like? And what was your robot like that came in eighth? Every year we have a specific set of tasks that we have to complete in order to even be able to compete. And so one of those things is our project management plan. And that kind of just lays out our scheduling and lays out all of our design reviews and stuff like that, that we have to do. And so we actually got a perfect score on that, a 10 out of 10 on that. And then we have a couple of other papers that we need to do. We have an outreach report and we have our systems engineering report. We did well on those as well. And then we also had our proof of life video and we got sixth place on that tied for sixth place. And then we got eighth overall. And so that's basically a combination of all of those scores and all of those points added up. And then we went and competed at the University of Alabama, where we made contact with all of our different parts on our robot, which was an improvement from last year. Last year, we were having a lot of communication errors. And so this year, to be able to move our treads, to be able to dig up some regolith, and then really just make a lot of improvements from last year. It was really fun, really great time. That sounds excellent. You know, I think probably that project management piece is probably, you know, people might think of that as well, you know, it's just paperwork or whatever. But if you don't have a good plan, then you're not going to get anywhere, right? Right. And it's really cool because we are following a lot of the same policies and programs that NASA has in place. So they do these design reviews that we do. They do the scheduling. They have the same sort of structure that we follow. 
And it's really great. Because it's really useful for any type of job you may have in the future. And it's really important skills that are really going to help you out, I think. Tell me about the robotics program there at the University of Akron and these kind of competitions. Are these open only to students at the University of Akron? Or if there were people in our community that were, you know, kind of robot heads and they wanted to learn more about it or get involved in competitions or whatever, could they come to some of your meetings or, you know, hang out and find out about robots? Or is this all just for students there? To be a part of the specific team, you do have to be a student at the University of Akron. However, we love outside help. At our design reviews, we actually welcome in any outside help that wants to come and like listen to our current updates on our robot and give any improvements. We really encourage that and we love to see outside members coming into that. And then we also love outreach opportunities. Outreach is a big part of our team. So we love coming to schools and different opportunities. So anyone who wants to get involved in that, that would be amazing. That's excellent. Well, so tell people how they can reach out to you or they can get in touch if they want to get involved with robotics at the University of Akron. Yeah. So we have an Instagram account that we check pretty regularly. So that would be U Akron Robotics. And then we also have an email, which is uanasarobotics at 1870.uakron.edu. That was Callie Lewis from the University of Akron's NASA Robotics Team. And I'm Jean Destro. Thanks for listening. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. This has been This Week in Tech with Gene Destro on WAKR, brought to you by Cartridge World in North Canton.